Hey everyone, this is Aura. Uh, before we get to the recap of this episode, I just want to provide a little uh, content warning. Because at one point in this episode, a transgender character does get misgendered. Trust me, it does not come without punishment. But I figured it's something I should still warn for. So uh, uh, watch with caution, mentally prepare yourself for that if you have to. And uh, take care of yourselves. Previously, on the All Night Society, our story begins in a morgue. Jams the scalpel into the guy's neck. Paige just pulls the scalpel out, puts his lips to this guy's wound, and just starts drinking. It's that f***ing John Doe who came in. I tell you, those things are never a good sign. I always knew it would come to this. Let's go meet our murderer. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Totally Trans Roleplaying Games, a podcast all about the joys of solo tabletop RPGs. My name is Zora, and tonight we continue the adventures of Paige Renfield and Vox Noctis. First things first, we need to start off with our chaos roll. Uh, we are going to be rolling against a five, uh, because I feel like things calmed down alright in that last scene. I am going to say that uh, our next scene, unless it is interrupted, will be Paige arriving at the garage where he's apparently supposed to be meeting with his sire. Let's go ahead and roll against rank of five, six. All right, so the scene is unchanged. So after, uh, I think I established it as two hours. After a two-hour walk, Paige makes it to the garage. What state is the garage in? Great Philly masculine garage. It is a huge, well-kept, this is a garage run and operated entirely by people who love cars who have cars instead of emotions this there's so many like pictures on the outside of like old school classic cars uh there's a big buff muscly dude on the logo that kind of thing <laughs> uh so place is still in business good for them uh but is it open uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm just going to say 50-50 cause it's, it's pretty late, but not too late. No, but, so it's not open. Uh, but I think as page goes up, the door was left unlocked. Like I said, cars instead of brains. So page is going to sneak inside. Uh, are there any... Uh, is there, like, decent security in this place? Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a dexterity stealth check alongside a d6. Uh, and if I get more successes than I roll on the d6, uh, that'll show if I succeed or fail. Because I don't know how good this place's security will be. 
One, two, three, four. As long as I roll a four lower on my d6, I'm fine. I rolled a three. So places decent security. Paige manages to creep around and uh, avoid it. Uh, next question. Is our sire actually here? I'm going to say somewhat likely because I don't feel like... Uh, we w- we waited probably a full at least 24 hours before showing up. But I don't think a vampire would just give up that easily. So somewhat likely. No and. Oh no. Let's uh, let's quickly roll to see uh, where Paige finds what remains of his sire. Crater. Oh no. So I think Paige uh, sneaks into the garage area and finds uh, it looks like very recently a fight happened here. Like shelves are knocked over, things are thrown all over the place and in sort of uh, the dead center of the room there's a huge like crack in the floor and sort of in that crack in this small crater is a pile of ash uh does page can page intuit what this means uh i'm going to roll uh in uh wits occult uh it's gonna be a fairly uh high dc uh, I'm going to say DC 4, but I'm still going to allow the roll because Vampires Turning to Ash is a fairly pop culture thing to happen. So, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Oh, yeah. Paige absolutely knows what this is, but uh, he suffered a messy critical. So, I think normally I'd roll for the compulsion. But I'm going to say he suffers the paranoia compulsion. So Paige looks at this thing of ash and immediately lines start getting crossed in his head. Dots are connected and he realizes that this is probably his sire, that they are dead and that the killer might still be around. So Paige suddenly becomes frantic, looking all around the room. Is the killer still here? 50-50. No. Okay. So Paige looks around, shaking, freaking out. Uh, And I think he's going to try and steal himself and try and find some lead here, something that could lead him to the killer or friends of his sire. Uh, It's gonna be hard. It's not gonna be an easy check. Uh, It's going to be intelligence, investigation. Uh, Again, I'm gonna say DC of four. So let's go ahead and give that a roll. Minus two. Oh boy, so I'm just rolling with hunger die. Come on. One success. Uh, I... I want to give him something tenuous. I want to throw him a bone at least. (sighs) I don't think I can in good conscience. So Paige looks around, but he is 
incredibly nervous, probably bordering on a panic attack at this point. And everything inside of him is just screaming, get out, leave, go, run, go home. So Paige looks around, doesn't find anything. All he could see is that this was clearly like a slaughter, uh, a tough knockout drag out fight. So Paige looks at this all panicking. Uh, and I think he's going to just went when it's clear he's not going to find anything. He turns and he just runs away, books it out into the street. And that is where we're going to end that scene. Obviously, Chaos Rank 6, because who, buddy? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cross off meeting our sire, and I'm going to add who was our sire uh, as a new plot thread. And also, because we resolved a plot thread, uh, an additional point of experience for me. Uh, I'm giving... I'm basically doing base of uh, one experience per scene, uh, plus one experience if I resolve a plot thread. So uh, that's two experience uh, so far, so not bad. Uh, and next, this is where I would make the chaos roll, but I think Paige is just going to try and rush back to his apartment. He's just going to book it back home. So, let's do our chaos roll. Two. So, he's as he's running back home, the scene is interrupted. He's stopped on his way back to his apartment. By what? NPC negative. Oh, no. Who does he have a... Who does he have a bad interaction with? Two. Oh, no. Uh, I rolled a d4 because I have four NPCs. Uh, what's the basis of this interaction? Overindulge pain. Uh, so I think as Paige is running away, I, first of all, now that he's away from the garage, his paranoia is gone, which is good. He hasn't told any of his friends he's okay. His phone's still dead. So I think he's going to visit uh, an old bar that he went to a lot, probably too much. Uh, the finale run by his old friend Joel. So Paige arrives at the finale. What's the finale look like? What's the vibe of this place? Helpfully mature. So it's not like one of the seedier places like the security actually gives a shit about people. The dancers are protected. That sort of thing. So Paige uh, stumbles into the bar. Uh sees uh, Joel working at the bar. Uh, what has Joel heard? Do, has news gotten around of what happened at the morgue? Uh, I'm going to say somewhat unlikely because it's the world of darkness. Stuff like that feels like it happens every night. So I'm going to say somewhat unlikely. Yes. Oh boy, so word has gotten around. Uh, and... Let's go ahead and roll for Joel's, Joel's mood. Knowing uh, regarding your enemy. Oh, uh, boy. So I think uh, Joel looks up, quickly turns to someone, waves them over to work the bar, and uh, walks over to 
uh, Paige and says, Paige, what the fuck are you doing here? I, look, Joel, I just, I've had a rough couple of nights. I saw you had a rough couple of fucking nights. Your face is all over the news. People are looking for you. They're calling you an unidentified body. Showed up at a morgue. Went fucking bananas on a couple of people. And you're at my bar. I can't have you here, Paige. Paige blinks and looks really hurt and says, Joel, I have not spoken to an actual human being in 24 hours. And I need someone to talk to, Joel. Please, just, you don't have to do it here. We can go into your office if you don't want to be seen with me. But I need someone to talk to. Please. Paige is going to roll charisma persuasion, which is not his best skill. Uh, it's gonna be a pretty high DC. I wanna say... I'm gonna say DC 4. So I need a critical success, and even then it's gonna be a messy critical. I got zero successes. Thankfully no ones on either of my hunger die, but I do fail. Joel says, no, I can't just take you up to my office. People are looking for you, all right? And if cops come knocking down on my door and hurt my girls because of you, that's on your ass. All right, Paige? I have to get out of here, all right? And sort of the genuine fear and desperation in his voice hurts Paige. Paige almost looks like he's about to cry, if he could cry. Paige looks very hurt and just says, No, I... I'm going to try and find you later. And I just need someone to talk to. But if you want me to leave, I will leave. For now. Fine, just go! Please! Fuck. And Paige, looking incredibly hurt, turns and leaves the finale. I am going to create a plot thread called Problems with Joel. Uh, but I'm not going to adjust the chaos rank. Not going to get myself experience for the end of a scene. We're just going to head to the apartment. Paige, now shaken and rattled by all of this. So, he arrives at his Apartment. What is his apartment uh like? Boldly macabre. Oh yeah, so he fully just has like he looks like he forgot to take his Halloween decorations down. <laughs> like going through the apartment complex, uh you wouldn't notice his door from a mile away. He has fully like decorations. He has one of those like marquee signs hanging on his door that says abandon all hope, ye who enter here. But, like, in the original Latin, it is so extra, so edgy. The landlord probably does not like it, but Paige does it anyway. Uh, the other important question. Are police here? I want to say... I'm gonna say 50-50. I don't know if his landlord has seen the news and contacted the police and like, Hey, that person lived here under this name. A lot would have to happen, so I'm actually going to bump it down to unlikely. No, and. So the police aren't here. Uh, and I actually think as Paige steps inside, uh, the receptionist 
Uh, like there's a high teenage kid who probably thinks Paige is the coolest fucking person in the world uh, because depressed queer socialist teens uh, love people like Paige as someone who used to be a depressed queer socialist teen. So they're just like, oh, uh, hey, Paige, uh, you all right? I haven't seen you since last night. Uh, Paige looks genuinely taken aback by someone being nice to him for once and just goes, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Kenny. I'm just gonna head upstairs. I've had a long couple of nights. Oh, yeah, I get that, man. All right, see ya. Paige walks upstairs, closes the door, and finally breathes. Uh, lets himself just let out a sigh of relief, lets his shoulders unslump. And he is going to just take two hours to decompress. Changes into clothes that, well, first of all, he's going to shower, wash away the blood, uh, change into clothes that fit him. Uh, and he's just going to try and, all, he's going to charge his phone, all the things you need to do for self-care. So once he's out of the shower, phone at about 15% usable, uh, have his friends tried to contact him? I'm gonna say very likely. Yes, and... Uh, I think as he walks out of, uh, the shower, uh, I think his phone is actually ringing. Uh, who of his two actual friends is trying to contact him? Uh, I just rolled a d6, and I got an even. So Paige walks over to his phone and see that Bryn is calling him. Uh, Paige, uh, reaches down, uh, answers his phone, like, like he's never answered a phone before, and puts it to his ear and says, Hey, Bryn. Oh my god, it's finally good to talk to someone who isn't gonna be a fucking dick to me. Uh, what is Bryn's mood? Mysterious, focused on the character. Oh, boy. So, Bryn, uh, who is the owner of a queer cafe that, uh, uh, Paige visits a lot, and probably a part of Bryn's weird, um, occult society thing, uh, answers the phone. Oh, I absolutely know how this is going to translate. Paige, I've been trying to get into contact with you for, like, the past day. Are you alright, man? Everyone was so worried. You didn't text us when you got home like you normally did. Has Bryn seen what's on the news? I'm gonna say it's likely. Yes. We saw your face all over the news. Apparently you're, like, a like you don't have a name or something? What's happening? I... Paige stops, thinks for a moment and says, I think... I think we can talk about this. But maybe we should talk about it in person, okay? Do you still trust me? Does Bryn still trust us? I'm gonna say somewhat likely, because Bryn seems like a weirdo who would. Yes, and... <laughs> oh, of course we trust you. Uh, me and the, uh, other people in the society were actually gonna start looking for you, like, putting out posters and stuff. That won't be necessary. I'll meet at our usual spot, uh, in an hour, okay? Alright, great. Glad to hear you're okay, Paige. I'm glad someone was still even looking for me. Bye, Bryn. Paige hangs up. 
I think Paige is going to trash the scalpel because he has more points in brawl than in melee. He's going to try and um, do his hair a little bit to look cooler and more uh, mysterious. A little more blown back. Oh, he might actually try and fully just slick back his hair. Uh, let's do... Uh, I'm going to do composure plus dexterity, I guess, to style his hair, to slick it back. Which is not a bad roll for me. I dropped my die out of my dice tray. Those don't count. One, two, three, four. Uh, yeah, Paige, at least to him, looks slick as fuck. So, fully slicked back, dressed in all black, which might not be that different from his usual attire. He actually puts on, like, a turtleneck a little bit to cover up where that wound still is. And he's going to head to meet with his friends of the Occult Society. Next scene, gonna bump the Chaos Rank down to a 5, because that was nice. Pretty relaxed. Uh, and let's go ahead and do our Chaos Roll. 1. Ooh. So, uh, the scene is obviously Paige meeting with the members of his Occult Society. On an odd, the scene is not interrupted, but it is altered. So the same scene is going to happen. But it's altered somehow. How's it changed? Carrie Trials. Alright. So, first of all, where uh, do we meet? Where do we usually meet? A warehouse? Hell yeah, I love these dorks already. <laughs> so, Paige arrives at this old spooky warehouse... Uh, I think he probably has to, like, sneak inside, but it's almost reflex for him at this point. So he crawls into the warehouse. Uh, and I think he's going to try and descend on them in a cool, spooky way. Uh, he's absolutely going to reveal himself as a vampire in the most extra way possible. So Paige is going to kind of try and crawl onto like a catwalk uh, above the warehouse floor and try and sneak down on them that way. Uh, dexterity stealth check. Uh, these guys are all regular mortals, again, as far as we know. Uh, but I'm going to up the DC to three, if only because there's so many of them. So, But we have really good stealth. One, two... Well, I got three already, but one of my dice cocked, so still three. I succeed. Uh, so, yeah, Paige creeps along the catwalk, and I think as he's doing it, uh, he hears another, another member of the society having an argument with Bryn. A tactless monk. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So, it's this uh, dude... He's probably one of the older guys in the society, maybe early 30s, uh, dressed in a plain white t-shirt with a cross around his neck. What is his name? This is a guy who is very much interested in the occult and magic, but he's also hard right-wing Christian, so he's borderline as self self-loathing but he also really wants to learn about magic and he can't reconcile his religious beliefs with his love of magic. Finlay Knight is his name. So I think as Paige is moving across the catwalk, uh, he hears uh, Finlay and Bryn getting into an argument. 
Okay, I just, I don't know about this, alright? Like, I was fine when he was just doing tarot card readings, and we were discussing the physics of the exorcist, but now he's out here showing up as undocumented. He, he showed up in a morgue for some reason. It's all over the internet, it's all over the TV, and I just, I just don't know about this. Finley, when you signed up to join the society, you should have known there was going to be some fucked up shit, alright? All we are about is fucked up shit, okay? So, if you don't have the stomach for it, that's fine. But you are not going to snitch on Paige, alright? It's not snitching, it's doing the right thing. It's doing the legal thing, Finley. Just come out and say it, alright? If you're gonna be a narc, just walk out, fine, we can't stop you. And I think at that point, uh, Paige stands up on the catwalk, and in his best attempt at a booming voice goes, I might have something to say about that. Everyone looks up, sees Paige on the rafters, and he is going to step off with one foot and try and descend upon these people. He does not have Weight of the Feather, the protean power, so he's just going to take fall damage like a normal dude. Uh, let's do stamina composure to see how upright he can land. Uh, for every one success, he's going to take uh, less fall damage. Baseline is going to be five points of superficial before halving. Uh, one, two, three. So he takes two points of superficial, which is halved to one. So Paige descends on them, uh, does like uh, stumble, like he's like, ah, twists his ankle, which is still less than most humans would have done from falling from that height, but he twists his ankle, stands up, and just goes, here I am. Next, I'm going to make... I'm gonna make... Oh, uh, no. A stamina... Er, next, I'm going to roll Composure Intimidation. Minus one, because I still took the one superficial damage. It's gonna be two die, all hunger die. I want to say it's only a DC of one because of these people. I'm going to say it's only a DC of one, but still. I only have a 50-50 chance of success. But I succeeded, which is good because my other dive was a one. Oh boy. So Paige uh, stands, uh, does manage to keep on one success. Most of the people who are like firm believers are in awe, but Finley is not impressed. He says, there you are. I think you owe us a lot of explanation, Paige Renfield, he says, doing intense quotation marks with his fingers. Uh, Paige looks at Finley and just says, yeah, I, I probably do owe a lot of you an explanation about my current state. Paige looks at them all, pulls out a chair where he normally sits, uh, and just stands on it and says, Last night, I, Paige Renfield, was assaulted and murdered in an alleyway. Only a few hours later, I awoke 
to find myself cold to the touch, my lungs and heart unmoving, and my hunger only for blood. I honestly could never have predicted that vampires were real. I know we were all big on the telekinesis thing. I know, uh, Tim, you were big on vampires. Uh, he gestures to a guy named Tim, uh, who is, uh, taking five dollars from a not-that-happy-looking woman named Barbara. But, I... It's real. Like, I've drank blood. I am compelled to sleep when rises the sun. I haven't actually walked in the sun, because that seems like that shit would hurt. But I'm a vampire, and I really don't know what to do with all of this. Paige is going to roll uh, a not good dice pool, charisma leadership. Fun, two dice. Let's see what he can do. Two successes. All right, so like I said, these people are probably eager to believe. So a good 85 to 90% of the people are like, oh, no fucking way. And a couple of others are like, all right, yeah, I was just here for fun and now this shit has gone off the rails. So the room is pretty divided. There's a lot of murmuring and Finley is like, all right, this officially is too weird for me. This has gone full cult. I, what are you? Who are you? Why, why doesn't your name show up on any official records? Why did you change your, but I know that whole dysphoria, whatever science you called it. It was all a scheme. You're some weird mafia princess or whatever on the end page looks down at him and is going to make it an anger frenzy check. Uh, so I have a die, thankfully. Or do I want to let it happen? Do I want to let it happen? Oh, fuck. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll. I kind of just want to... I just want to tear out some transphobic throat today, but I'll roll. I'll roll. Ah... <sighs> Uh, DC three, one. Oh no, I only rolled two successes and a bestial fail. I rolled a one and my hunger die. <laughs> oh boy. So Paige frenzies on this clown. Uh, as, uh, as Finley says this, Paige stares down, fully jumps off of his chair and grabs this guy around the neck. I'm going to make a quick strength brawl plus one check. Uh, this guy's DC two, as are most regular humans. We're just going to do quick one. We're just going to do a quick two round combat. Uh, one round uh, to see if Paige can knock this guy out. And one round to see if Paige can kill him. Boop. Uh, that is... Oh my god, that's zero. I get zero successes on five die. I am willpowering. That is some nonsense. Oh, boy. How? How? I'm so upset. I got two successes. All right, so Paige 
Uh, they're fully, like, rolling on the floor, but Paige does manage to with, like, an elbow to the face and knock out Tucker. Uh, what is everyone else's reaction? I'm gonna roll for the- for- I'm gonna roll for combat action. Uh, what is everyone, uh, doing as this is all is happening? 23? Uh, reveal a surprising truth. Oh, boy, what is that truth? Uh... Cruelty food. I think as Paige is beating up this guy with an elbow to the face, uh, two uh, people like push Paige off the guy and drag his unconscious body away and are like looking at him almost like protectively and then pull him up, offering him to Paige. Paige looks at this. I'm gonna make another willpower check to see if he comes out of frenzy. It's gonna be six die. Uh, two successes. Ugh, fuck. I don't... I'm gonna willpower it. Oh, hell yeah. Four successes. So Paige sees this, comes out of frenzy, looks at himself, knuckles, kind of bruised and bloodied, looks up at Finley, who's unconscious, and looks at the other two and just says, I, I, looks at the whole circle around him and says, I, first of all, I do not, I might be a vampire, but I don't want to kill people, okay? Like, beating up this transphobic garbage was good, but I'm not going to kill him, okay? I couldn't if I wanted to. I, Apparently vampires just don't have fangs? I don't know how that's supposed to work, but... He looks at the two people holding Finley and just say, Just toss him out on the street, okay? They look begrudging, but they drag Tucker out. Uh, he's all tuckered out. I just dabbed. I earned it. Thank you all for watching this podcast. It's a chance. So Paige looks at everyone uh, and just says, I, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. And most importantly, I just don't want to lose you guys. And there's a lot of questions that haven't been answered. I don't know who turned me into a vampire. I think they're dead. So... You know, if all of you could, like, help me out and help me find out who did this to me, that'd be really cool, you guys. He's going to make a charisma persuasion check, a DC 2, with a plus one because of his influence in the occult. So, just three die. Come on. Power of the dice. Believe in the heart of the dice. I got one success. Ooh, and the other die was a skull. Okay, I'm going to willpower. Come on, this one die needs to be a success. Because otherwise it's a messy fail. Yes, it was a 10. Oh, I don't crit because my other success wasn't a 10, but fuck it. <sighs> so Paige says this. Uh, this basically plea for help. 
and everyone looks at each other and all nods. And I think Bryn comes up, puts a hand on his shoulder and just says, I mean, it's, you're still our friend, right? Nothing you've ever told us has been a lie, right? I mean, I do sort of owe you an explanation for like, why I don't show up on records, but no, I, I still care about all of you. And we'll help you, Paige. We don't abandon our friends, even if they're undead. Paige smiles. Browse check. Hunger goes up to three as he starts crying. And I think that is where we are going to end episode two of the All Night Society. <laughs>